0: Will, I just got done making a um, crawler. Well, not done, but I added another section of my crawler course in the backyard.
1: Oh, nice. That'll up the resale value.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I spent $80 on rock today.
1: I think between that and, like, your your house jumping ramp. I know. I I think the value would go up.
0: Uh, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and with me as always,
2: Will Brinton.
0: and we have a special guest in here. He was in here doing some, uh, you know how we do those promos with the pivot lending break. He was in here earlier today doing that, and now he's with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he got he got scolded right away because the mic wasn't too close right. enough to his face.
1: Yeah, I was trying to avoid uh, all of this. Right. Yeah. So well, I'm it doesn't matter. Hide. You're wearing white. <laughs> Who cares? I should wear black. Yeah. I should wear black with like stripes going down in black.
0: Yeah. I done. wore my sweater only because um, it's actually kind of chilly outside. It gets warm in here, but it's chilly outside. So, yeah. well, we had an eventful, uh, eventful, eventful week. Will, uh, I know you raced at the Plex, right?
3: Yeah,
2: I came up and raced.
0: And then Emerson and I um, we had a planned day off. I asked for this day off way back in February. And uh, he and I went to Thunder Road Hobbies in Moline, Illinois, to go race uh, eight scale. Oh, sweet! Hmm. And um, I had I had four. It was crazy how that worked out because I actually had four tracks to choose from. It ended up being four tracks. So Emory Raceway in um or Emory RC. It's in it's in Wichita. They actually were having their first hmm. series race. Kansas City was having the Ignite RC series round one on Saturday. FTR, uh, Van Dalen's track, was having their race, and that's where we had actually planned to go. And then Thunder Road was racing. And what happened was I had planned to take Emerson out of school. Like we weren't even going to go to school. We were just going to wake up early at 9 a.m. We were going to go drive the six hours or whatever it takes to get to Minnesota and practice, you know, Friday night and then turn around, race Saturday, and then come home because I had to work on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he informed me that he could not miss school on Friday. Well, Emerson wouldn't have cared, put it that way. But his grades would have suffered because he would have missed a very important math test. And so, um, and he'd already missed kind of a lot of days of school. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not as many lately, but uh, earlier this year, like when we went to South Carolina, we kind of, he, he was, he actually got a Saturday detention because he was gone so many days. It's pretty funny. That's funny.
1: That was a story my whole senior year of high school, by yeah. the way.
0: So, um, so unfortunately Minnesota was out cause we couldn't, we couldn't leave until after school. And so then we would have gotten there like 1030 and I just honestly didn't feel like not being able to, um, practice at least somewhat on Friday cause Emerson's never actually raced our own vehicles outside before
3: hmm.
0: we've, we, when I went to state line to run Mm -hmm. uh, the last King of Kings race, I took Emerson with me and and they let him borrow um, a car and and raced and he seemed to really enjoy it. But that was two years ago, you know? Yeah. So then I had to choose. So then I started looking at the weather and it looked like the Moline, Illinois was probably the least chance of rain during race time. They're supposed to get rain late and it looked like Kansas city. Honestly, every time I go to Kansas city, it rains. So I was like, maybe that was in the back of my mind anyways. But I was like, you know what? I, yeah, I don't want to go down there and get rained on. And then Wichita was so last minute, I forgot that were, I didn't even realize that they had a race going on, that going the other way, just, you know, we had already planned to go there. Plus they have in-laws in Cedar Rapids. So that's why we went there. And it was a lot of fun. Yes. It was a pretty good time.
1: Hmm. How was the size of that track compared to... Um, Kansas City's outdoor track?
0: Uh, I think Kansas City's a little bit bigger. Okay. It's probably the same width, but the length is definitely, Kansas City's definitely got them on length. And uh, yeah, other than that, the track was uh, Friday. There was no uh, water or anything. They just they just let people go out there and run on it. So it looked really rough and gritty on, uh, on Friday. Very dusty. So I have a video that we'll get up at some point, I got it I like halfway edited in my phone. And you'll see Friday, super dusty. And then the actual race day wasn't that bad, really, once the track got watered and prepped a little bit. so.
2: What tires did you use?
0: Well, uh, J Concepts didn't have a whole lot in stock when I, when I ordered tires for the team account. So um, I was really searching for outdoor tires that they actually had. And I ended up um, getting uh, green compound blockers. Mm -hmm. And then I got R2 and aqua reflexes. Okay. And my thought process with that was we'll run the greens and qualifying and we'll put on the long wear tires for the main. Well, uh, on Friday I saw the track and I was like, well, shoot, I don't want to burn up our greens. So I just, I rolled the R2 reflexes on there on Emerson's car. And, uh, um, you could tell that they weren't hooking up quite as, as good as I, I would, I would, I mean, it's been so long since we ran outdoors. Maybe, maybe they did, but I just didn't want to burn up a set of tires right away. Yeah. And, uh, they actually held up pretty good. They didn't really wear that much. Um, but then Saturday we went to the green compound blockers and, uh, uh on e-buggy, I never took them off my car and they look really good actually yeah. on my car. And so the was way, it a
2: wetter, wetter track no, that day?
0: Not really. Just wasn't as dusty. Yeah, it just wasn't as. So they watered, and they watered uh, at the start of every round. So and e-buggies ran first. So the e-buggies kind of like, kind of grooved up the track, and then it, and then the nitro cars ran. And uh, the the track definitely dried out, but the groove, <laughs> the groove. Actually, looked like an outdoor groove at that point, whereas the day before. It was like super dusty everywhere. But yeah, for that, uh, Emerson, I put, we ran R2s first, and then I put greens on for a second qualifier, and then we was in the B main. I'm like, well, let's just leave the greens on. And dude, after that 20-minute main, the greens still look good. The, the blockers still look really good. Hmm, interesting. So I'm going to simple green them. I'm putting them in a bag and saving them for regionals.
1: Cool. So. How long of a drive is it?
0: It was four and a half hours. It wasn't too bad. And we went, uh, we got there at like uh, about 4.30 on Friday and practiced till 7. And then we uh, went to our in-laws house in Cedar Rapids and spent the night and then left early in the morning. And they did a really good job getting through the races. Uh, they, they cut out a third round of qualifying because they were afraid of, of getting rained on. And it looked, right before the mains, it looked like it was going to rain on us and we weren't even going to be able to run. But it held off and we actually got through all the races. That's and cool. then... We got started to get rained on on the way home right around Cedar Rapids about an hour away. So,
1: so with that front moving in was it cold?
0: It was very cold. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put any pants in my bag. I put, I was wearing shorts and I was That's cold. Like I was like, that. "Man, what are we doing?" So, Emerson wore his cowboy boots.
3: Yeah. I bet that was neat.
0: Yeah, he uh, he complained about um, marshaling and cowboy boots, and I'm like, well, you're the dumbass that brought cowboy <laughs> boots. Like, what are you doing?
1: His shit kickers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Will, did you know that this program is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group?
1: Yeah, I,
2: I've heard that. I, I think I knew that, yeah.
0: It is, and what you can do is uh, you can get a hold of Don Zoller or this, Aiden, Aiden Olson's dad.
1: What's up?
0: And, uh, you can get uh, 0.125 off your interest rate or $500 lender credit. If you mention our show, if you do a refinance or home loan.
1: Yep. Yep. It's a good time to do it.
0: Yep. Let me tell you something about homes. Uh, I have had, so Tom Smith has been asking me about homes in my neighborhood and I've told him, dude, I, I'll keep an eye out. And I have clicked on four different houses that had a for sale sign in them. The, the, the first day that I found them. And they were gone the next day.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. As you, and as you gravitate closer to Colorado because of California, uh, the, the actual selling price is going like 10 20% over mm-hmm. asking, which they've just got cash coming in.
0: Yeah. They, uh, they, we've been, we were tempted to sell our house, but then we were like, well, what do we do?
1: Yeah, that's the problem.
0: So, plus I like our house. Will, I just got done making a um crawler. Well, not done, but I added another section of my crawler course in the backyard.
2: Oh, nice. That'll up the resale
0: value. Yeah. <laughs> I spent eighty dollars on rock today.
1: I think between that and like your 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 house jumping ramp. I know. I, I think uh, the value would go up.
0: I had uh there's a there's a rock they call it the rock place, and it's I'm uh, pretty sure it's for like every landscaper in Omaha gets their Gets their rock from. And I've gone there twice and I've spent about $100 each time. And uh,
1: out off West Dodge. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 It's really nice. Uh, they got lots of stuff there. And I, I this time, I loaded up on, on lava rock because it's lighter. So I figured I could get more for my money. Oh, yeah. And it's really grippy. Very grippy. Oh, I bet. Yeah.
3: Very porous
0: material. Forous. Uh okay, well, tomorrow's the day.
2: Yeah, you getting the scooter? Yeah. What are you paying for it?
0: I I don't want to say over the over the oh
2: then tell tell me later I'll
0: tell you later but I don't want to tell everybody what I'm paying for it.
2: No, oh, that's fine. Did you get a deal?
0: Um, not as much as you wanted me to get.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's no. all right.
0: It's fine. If I wouldn't have bought that, would you try to buy it?
3: Yeah, I'd have bought
2: it. <laughs> I was wondering you can't find you can't find those yeah those are hard to find. What color the uh, Yam- Yamaha Vino? I'd rather have a two-stroke one,
0: but right. I've never actually ridden a motorcycle or a scooter type before, so I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah, but I know how to ride a bike, so yeah, you'll be good.
3: Yeah, it's fine.
0: Have you seen the Trail 125, Honda?
2: Yeah, I I have.
0: That thing's it's, cool it's looking.
2: It's like it's like the old like a new version of the Trail Seventy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty neat. I don't know. Does it have the same handlebars? Remember yeah. the old Trail Seventy? handlebars? bars. Yeah. Were...
2: Well, not the ones that you're thinking of that fold up. Oh. So you're thinking of? I'm like thinking the, the ones that the... were like
1: uh, kind of went like this, you know?
2: Yeah, they they'd fold up so you could put them in, put the whole bike in your trunk of your car.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, oh, this one does do more that. Like, this one's more like a trail ninety size. Yeah, the the seventy and the ninety look look the same. The ninety is bigger, and I think there was a Z fifty, and the Z fifty was tiny. But you could plate it and stuff.
0: I got I got lost in the YouTube uh, rabbit hole last night on yeah. scooter videos, and I stumbled upon yeah. that, and I was like, "Whoa, that's really cool!" How come I'm not trying to find one of those?
1: I saw I saw a monkey, a scooter, what, a Honda Monkey.
0: Yeah, I want to buy one of
3: those.
1: Yeah, I saw seven. one at the Walmart uh, parking lot the other night. Those are pretty sick.
2: Yeah, I haven't pulled the trigger on one yet, but
1: yeah. How expensive are those new?
0: Um,
2: they're probably forty
1: five hundred. Seriously? Yeah,
0: they're actually. Yeah. I, the 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 one at Dillon Brothers was like forty nine something something.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. What what's the weight limit?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. You could probably ride it. You'd be fine on it. Yeah, it looks it looks fun,
0: man. Uh, my uh vino I'm getting is red, red, and it's got a windshield in the front to block me from bugs. A, a jammer is wind jammer. A wind jammer. Yeah, they're called wind jammers. So I'm gonna get that in a helmet tomorrow, and then I then I'll be all set.
1: Wild hogs. You and Will
0: and Margie. Margie's
1: got a scooter. yeah, totally man, a gang. She's got a genuine. <laughs> Well, my my
2: neighbor, my neighbor, and then his two friends uh, and I rode a little bit last night because um, they they have scooters. Um, his brother bought one on Amazon, and it was like uh, it was one hundred and fifty cc, but it was shipped to your door for like fifteen hundred dollars. Huh. Like and it comes in a crate.
3: <laughs> this
2: this bizarre. Um, it got there before the title got there too, I guess.
0: Oh man. Oh, that is kind of weird. It's a pretty crazy what you can buy now on Amazon. Yeah. All that stuff. A boat came on marketplace today. I made the mistake of looking for a, one of those little two seater, like 10 foot bass buggies on marketplace, mm-hmm. not too long ago. And, uh, now I get marketplace like pings for, uh, for boats. And a 15 uh, foot bass tracker came on today in Lincoln for $1,800, which is way cheap. I don't. Maybe it was a scam or something. I don't know. But I was like, oh, what? Because <laughs> back when I got my mountain bike, we'll get to RC here in a minute. But back when I got my mountain bike in 2014, my first one, I, I was I was this close to buying either a boat. Or mountain bike. And I chose mountain bike because I was like, well, boat is cool, but a mountain bike, maybe I can get in shape. So I went that way. But I almost put a down payment on a bass tracker back then. And uh, hmm. I'm glad I didn't because I don't have any place to put it.
1: Stacey uh, and I almost did the same thing yeah. uh, when the kids were little. When we first moved to Blair because everybody was going out on the, the river and mm-hmm. we thought that would be kind of cool. I'm so glad we didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, we probably would capsize for sure. <laughs>
0: What's new? We should talk about what's new with the Plex really fast before we get to racing, and we'll talk. We'll let Will talk about uh, racing because I wasn't there. But on um, Saturday, we had a Saturday delivery while I was gone of the new uh, SR10 um, dirt oval car from Team Associated. Oh yeah, and those will so quick. I hope so, and I I want to do an unboxing on it. I'm pretty sure it's just like a shorter v- dr 10 basically. I'm, yeah, I would think so. I think it uses most of the same parts. I think chassis is a little bit small, like, like a, a lengthwise a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of would like to see, it never works out with these guys, but I would like to see that possibly used as a, as a, uh, like an intro class that class. yeah, you know, It'd be nice. It's already brushless. You know, you shouldn't have to do anything, maybe change tires.
3: Yeah, it'd be neat if that became
2: like this slash of oval.
0: The body looks cool, too. I think it's cool looking. Plus, you can use any of the street stock bodies on it, too.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I want to do an unboxing on that. I'll try to do one tomorrow. Um, I work Sunday, but we were busy, as always, on Sunday. So uh, it's not fair for me to try to squeeze one of those in and... Then people come in and they're really uncomfortable. <laughs> they don't want to like yeah. interrupt me or whatever when I'm totally, you know, we'd be totally cool if they'd be like, yeah, we can do this later. And then mm-hmm. um, it looks like certain shops are getting at least the roller version of the low C drag car. Oh, wow. So that's something
2: that's been talked about for a while.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. I, I might swing by the shop on the way home because it is on my way home. And, uh, just to see if maybe they came and, 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 uh, either, you know, hopefully, hopefully not because otherwise they're just sitting in a box somewhere. But, um, I wouldn't be surprised if I get one either today or tomorrow yeah and then I'll definitely do an unboxing on that. Mm -hmm. And then there's a few more images of the drag slash that came out this weekend, but still no, still no underbody shots.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen any of those yet. But they did show the six colors. Yeah, what colors are they? Oh, geez. Red, white, blue, green, orange. Maybe black? Is that six? I don't know. Five. Sounds right.
0: Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> but uh, I think it's like six. Yeah. Dude, we've got like... We have like six to eight of those in every color on back order. Yeah. But we're pretty certain they're all going to sell. So,
3: Oh yeah. You're going to sell that.
0: Yeah. And then I think that's it for new stuff right now that, uh, people have been patiently waiting for. Cause you know, I think that the, the COVID thing is still kind of going on. I think there's that microchip shortage and I I have a feeling that that's affecting our industry in the speed controller realm.
3: Oh yeah,
2: especially the drag racing part of it. Yeah, and something's got to be up with tires. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody's get having a hard time filling the molds. It seems like
0: this, maybe maybe, I, maybe raw material.
1: Well, yeah, that's it. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. oils and all of that stuff come across supply chains.
2: So uh, yeah, because it comes in like a like the material that's used to mold a tire it comes in like a big like cake almost you know, and then it's like mixed from there,
3: but, but yeah, it's probably like on a boat somewhere. Yeah.
0: Let's see. What else is there? Uh, silver States this weekend. I'm thinking about doing a watch party on Sunday. Like I did for the dirt Nitro challenge
3: for silver state. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. Where are you doing it at uh, your house? Just at home. What, what day is that? It'd be Sunday. This Sunday, yeah. If they get the turnout like they did for the Nitro Challenge, it'll be. I mean, most of the mains will still be going on by the time I get home from work. Yeah. So, uh, I think what I did last time, because I don't want to like get a copyright anything, is I won't have it up on our screen, but I'll have the live RC coverage on the on my TV, Mm -hmm. and then I'll have my live stream going, and then we can all just talk about what's going on. That'd be cool. Yeah, and then I can work on stuff at the same time. Probably need to do that anyways. Okay, but that was fun. That was really fun because last time you had Ashton Abdul doing well and and you know Mason and Do you have any
2: locals that we know are going to that?
0: Tom and going for sure because I talked to him this weekend. He was that's he was at he was at Thunder uh, Thunder Road uh, breaking a new car, and uh, not sure about Ashton. I don't. I think Ashton's being distracted right now by two other things and um, I know Mason's going and uh, I'm not sure about anybody else. I know that I know the main ones are, I know Tom and Aiden or Tom and Mason. Hmm. Aiden Horn. He, he just, he posted a bunch of stuff. All those guys, you know, the regular nitro guys.
3: Yeah. The use, the usual crew,
0: the usual. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fascinated by, by what they can do with that indoor facility so
2: oh yeah i thought that would be a sweet nitro race to go to because they well they had it two years ago right
0: yeah they had it two years ago is it the same building you know that i'm not really sure on i'm not sure if i got if they moved it or not i know the arena that they're in is is pretty gargantuan
2: because it's attached to the casino right yeah the hotel and stuff legit that'd be cool Yeah.
0: And and I think the rooms are really cheap too. So I think it's it's like a win win for everybody, basically.
1: RC race is R C racing and a casino all kind of in one area.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's probably a good thing I'm not going.
2: (laughs) Yeah, racing in Vegas has always been badass for everybody that goes. Like when Scotty was doing those races. Mm -hmm. Uh there, I mean, that was a really, really cool deal. The only thing that was a kind of a turnoff was the weekend, because it wasn't like Thanksgiving weekend. Right. That was like the only time that they could get it, like their building. The
0: off-road one was. Yeah, the off-road one. I know in 16, because this was when I was still with Roar, they needed somebody to go be in the IFMAR meeting, and I got drafted. And so yeah. I flew. So this this is a funny story. <laughs> We're... We're just kind of winging it today. I jacked up my knee earlier that week jumping my bike. Emerson and I were at the, at Tranquility Park, and they had this jump that used to be better, but then somebody blew it up or something like like they sabotaged it. So they took out like the, the
1: Baja Challenge.
0: Sabotage. Well, no, yeah, basically <laughs> somebody had cut it. Yeah, and because it, it used to be a wooden tabletop, so you had this, and I could do it even though I wasn't very good at it, but I could do it. And it had a, it had a, um, it was a big gap. It had a tabletop landing. So if you came up short, you would land on the tabletop yeah, yeah. and jump off. Well, somebody cut it and ruined it. And so they took it away. Well, then Emerson get Emerson, and I get up there and Emerson's like, Hey, watch this. And this is so 16, five years ago. So he would have been uh nine years old and he's just sending his, you know, sending it off, of, off of this jump. And then he's like, dad, you got to do it. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't I'm like <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna hurt myself. And he's like, I'll do this one if you do this one. And so basically I got I got peer pressured into trying to do this jump. And so I did this jump. And like I knew I was gonna, because I suck at it, I was way too far forward on the bike, came up really short, my front wheel, I I endoed, rode the front wheel into the face of the next jump, slammed it super hard, got all tangled up in the bike, I messed up my meniscus in my in my right knee. And then, uh, the, the ra- the left side of my entire body after that, even my face was all jacked up. Right. And so three days later I had to get on a plane and go to Vegas to be in this meeting.
1: Where <laughs> you were totally shred. And I could
0: barely walk. And so, um, so I went to this meeting. Well, anyways, so, uh, Scotty had the, the, the on-road race going on and, uh, I had to give Paul and Mew something. I can't remember what it was, but I had to give him something. So after the meeting, I drove up to the, uh, was it Wingate, Westgate, whatever it was, really far up the strip, walked in, and uh, they allowed me to, to eat from the buffet, which was pretty awesome, even though I didn't pay for the race or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that was cool, dropped all that off. And then I made a mistake. I, my plane was right back the next day at like 6 a.m. in the morning. And so I didn't even get a hotel. I parked in that, that hotel's parking garage. And then I decided, well, I'm just going to go to the strip. And so I walked to the tram, took the tram down to the strip, went to the twin peaks somewhere near the hard rock cafe or whatever. Yeah. And then coldest beer in town then thought, Hey, how about I just walk back to the car? And cause I couldn't find the tram again. I didn't know where the, to get on. And so with my stupid busted up knee, I walked all the way back up from like where the hard rock is all the way past circus circus and turned to get to this thing. And it was like two 30 AM in the morning by the time I got there. And it was, and also I'd like to say kind of sketchy when you get that far up there and you're in the dark and and they had this, like one of the casinos that they gave up building. It was just there and it was like half built. Anyway, short story. I slept in the car. I, I turned on the alarm and uh, I kept my car, my rental car on so that I wouldn't, uh, my phone wouldn't die. And I slept in my car for three hours. And then I, and then I drove to the airport and got on the plane, came home. And uh, I had lots of Advil PM because a, my knee hurt really bad. And B I was, uh, I needed to sleep on the plane. So direct flight. Yeah. Dude, when we
1: were in Arizona, we were in a super sketchy area um for the for the races a couple months ago and um in in one of the racers one of the local racers the parents were in a car and it got ripped off <laughs> <laughs> I just, i'm not exaggerating came to the race I'm like dude my car got the car got ripped off
0: so yeah so uh you're right dude vegas vegas and car see the problem is is i would i like to gamble and i luckily i don't gamble that much anymore so but if you put me in front of a blackjack table i'll probably go to it so yeah all right let's uh let's take an early pivot lending break so that i can go to P.
1: yep and i'm gonna dip out actually
0: and david's gonna leave yep. and then we'll get to the races oh, okay. and uh and then we'll take any questions you guys that are online right now i think there's 18 of you so the rules of course for the hobby flex show is if you have a question or a comment or something like that, we'll get to it at the end, otherwise, you can always interrupt us with a super chat and then we'll stop everything we're doing and answer it, so
1: yeah, we like super chats, yeah,
0: we love super chat.
1: did like a fifty dollar super chat going the way on huh?
0: yep Aiden <laughs> Olson is graduating high school, and so his graduation party is a Saturday after races for us for me
1: yeah, yeah. for all of you, you can attend i am gonna probably go
2: and ride uh mountain bikes in the morning and then I don't know if I'm going to race or not, because Jackson has his, and i got to go to his, too.
0: Yep. Yeah, Jackson decided to have his at the same time. Sorry, Jackson, but I got an invite from this guy before I got an invite from you. Oh, it's at the same time? Yeah, and I have to work. So I have to run races. So it's, it's, it's one or the other.
1: Hey, we're close, though. Yeah, I'm that's Blair true. And Bennington, we're right down the road. That right
0: is true. There.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I will tell you guys this. We have, especially Will, there are, so we have a table set up for rc you know that's displaying a bunch of stuff but um there are just a bunch of pictures of the two of you guys i mean basically it's like eight years ten years of yeah racing and we put them into my wife did put them into like four different books and um will we have the uh the the b5m that you gave uh aiden for the for the national race uh next to his trophy so that'll be displayed up there and um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, you guys have, uh, the whole racing community has been so, so great with him. So yeah, hopefully all you folks can, can make it up. I just realized
0: yeah. Emerson's Emerson's going to be a freshman next year. Woo. Four years. What the hell am I going to do after he's gone? I have no idea.
1: You're going to cry. I'm going to be
0: bored out of my mind. After he's he, he,
2: gone, he's going to be living with you forever. I hope you not. Know that, right? No, I'm kicking him out. That ain't going to happen.
0: He's got till 20. 20 years old. That's get it. out of here. Go away. Oh man. I want my, I want my kids to stay there forever. No, I know. I want grandbabies. Give me some grandbabies. I'll be totally happy. <laughs> yeah, totally. it's fine. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Okay.
1: So it's good seeing you guys, yep. David Olson. Thanks for uh, all the support. Yeah. Uh, and, and you guys do a great, great job on the show. I, I travel a lot. And one of my favorite things to do is, is to kick back and listen to you guys on the flights. Um, I, I laugh my ass off all the time. Uh, Will your your laugh is contagious? It's pretty it's pretty funny, <laughs> and and just uh, just inappropriate comments is even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs>
0: well, we haven't gotten yelled at by the big dog yet, so we're not doing too much inappropriate comments. So.
1: No, no we no. haven't been canceled yet. Yeah, so we haven't been canceled. It's always good. Yeah. No, you guys keep it up, man. It's it's fun to listen to, and uh, so yeah. All right. Well, uh, okay. Deuces. Cool. Thanks for hanging out. Yep. See you guys. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a
0: Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller.
1: Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Wanted to give you an update on Pivot Lending Group. We're growing and right now uh, we're at 135 employees over the last two years we've grown from 35 employees to 135 so up 100 and we're building our new headquarters which is going to be in littleton colorado really excited about that it's about 15,000 square foot building that will house our underwriting our processing our closing uh, our subservicing department our marketing department all of those in one place which is going to be fantastic Pivot Lending is now in 15 different markets with offices in Irvine, California. We have two offices in Scottsdale. We have an office in Boulder. Uh, we have an office in Denver and also Colorado Springs, an office in Omaha. Uh, we have one in Wichita, Kansas City, also Las Vegas. Uh, we opened an office in Las Vegas and we're going into New England. So uh, I suspect you're, you're going to see probably two or three new offices popping up this coming year. If you're in the mortgage industry and you're looking for an opportunity to start out with a small family-run business that's growing, this is a great opportunity for you. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589.
0: Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995
2: now to your regularly scheduled program. Do you guys hear this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I can totally hear that.
0: I'm trying to decide if I should send this. Uh, I've got a Facebook friend that I haven't actually spoken to since junior high. And uh, yeah, She put on here something about how uh, she's going to start deleting all the fake people and all the stuff that's talking about her behind her back and all that other stuff. And honestly, I was like, I just typed, I'm just here for the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Is that good? I don't know. I I don't know. You should do it, though. I'm debating that one. Well, I also took a picture of myself being funny and just being like, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to put it away.
3: Oh winner is
0: Hey, let's talk about racing. Yeah, sure, why not? So how did it go Saturday? That went
3: alright.
2: Uh Zalag, you did a good job. Good. So Zlagzni's is that Z- how hey, say Zalazny.
0: his name? Zlazny.
3: Zlazny. Yeah. Yeah, he did a good job.
0: Good. Well, we'll be back to regular program. We got another Family Friday off road this Friday and then we got Saturday racing with me there. So he he'll run Friday, I'm running Saturday. Uh and then the following week is summer series. Poof, just like that.
3: Yeah, it's coming up big time.
0: I'm uh I'm excited. I'm racing 40 plus mod and Emerson's going to race mini Truggy all season.
3: You you're not going to race regular modified
0: anymore again? No. All yeah. right. I'll let you guys do that. I mean, I can't wait till I'm 40. I like the club racing mod when I get to mix it up with everybody and, and get humbled every single week now. Usually by lap. Yeah. So. But no, I'm, I'm, I want to be able to announce those races now. Oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm bringing up results. Meantime, we got, a, we got our first Super Chat in a while. It's been a while. Super, Super Chat. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. What do we get, and who's it from, and how much? Nick Nuthouse, 10 bucks. Does spring compression weight make that big of a difference in buggy shocks? Rebuilding shocks after s- destroying the fronts. Wasn't sure if I should change spring weights.
3: Well, I mean, what spring were you running?
0: Yeah, that's... In so what car? Pretty sure it's associated.
3: Yeah. Um, In what surface? Our surface and be our
0: our track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think springs can wear out, can't they? Can't they change rates over time?
2: Yeah, they'll they they, they they'll wear out. So I used to uh, buy, like, five sets of springs and match them. Mm. So, uh, I just took a, a scale, like a gram scale, and then compressed the spring, like, a certain amount. And then at that same compression, you know, it'd be like uh we'll say a quarter inch. You know, you lower the quill on a mill. So like the like the down feet, like if you're gonna drill something on a mill. Yeah. You can put a I, I have this part that I put in a collet that squares a spring up and you set the spring on a scale on the vice and you lower the quill and that much tension the all those numbers should be the same. You know? Right. Um but it's gonna change uh it's going to put more tension into the the um, scale if the spring's stiffer and, and less if it's softer. So that's how you can match springs. And I've had uh, some, some springs that, you know, are kind of older. Um, maybe your track runs in one direction all the time, um. and the outside spring will be a little softer than the inside one. So, um, yeah, springs can wear out. Um, I change spring I put new springs on my car. Probably every like I'm club race every weekend, probably every like 3 or 4 months I'll put a new set of springs on my car.
0: Don't you think that uh, generally speaking you go to a stiffer spring to increase traction?
3: You can,
2: I mean it makes it it just depends on the surface and that day like it, it's it's just different like all the time um so like yeah if you have two stiffer rear spring your car will wheelie and stuff mm-hmm. because it's pushing the rear tire into the track harder and not uh collapsing the suspension it's just driving the tire into the track yeah so you can you can get more grip with a stiffer spring um you know, it's just one of those balancing act things. And you can do the same thing with shock oil too. Like you know, you keep stiffening up your shock oil, it's just gonna drive the tire into the track harder.
0: You know? Yeah. We generally run stiffer front springs on almost all of our cars. Correct?
2: Yeah, usually a yeah, like um yeah. I like I like at least one right stiffer in the front. Same with shock oil, I like a um a two two and a half weight split front to rear. Mm -hmm. typically uh, maybe even five weight different. But um, yeah, like sometimes if my car is like too tight, like it won't turn, um, I'll uh, lighten my shock oil up or, you know, or drop the spring just to free my car up and make it release the corner faster.
0: So, yeah. So basically I think the question is, uh, wasn't sure if I should change spring weights. I mean, I I think like, like if you need something, you know, like if you need more steering, you can try a little bit harder front spring. Correct.
3: Um,
2: so it, it changes where it does it. Like usually after like the weight transfer happens, the, it'll have, it'll have a lot more steering, uh, like not, not initially. So you're, you're looking for your car to be balanced from, initial steering to the exit of the corner um so if you run a stiffer spring it's probably just going to slow down what happens first and then it's going to speed up what happens later okay that makes sense yeah no it actually
0: does it makes a lot
2: of so it kind of like skates around and then once the kind of the weight's on the nose it depends on how you drive too like i use a lot of brake yeah And the reason why I do that is because it it sets the car a little differently, you know, like it it puts the weight on the front for going through a corner and then it pushes the weight down on exit. So that's why I drive. That's why I drive how I drive.
0: Is that way I can get away with a little bit softer spring than you usually run? Because I don't probably, I don't use a lot of brake in the corner.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. You. You. You're pretty numb. You know. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Dan Johnson uh, just posted a 4.99 super chat.
3: Super chat. Thanks, dude. Mm.
0: Yeah, um. Thanks, Dan. No question. Just uh. Sid raced her her brand new buggy Friday night, and for her first time driving her buggy, she did really well. She also didn't break it. That's always good. Yeah. So he posted a picture to a couple of us on on Messenger. Because he something was wrong with his car, and I think I'm pretty sure both of us gave him the same answer, and then he figured it out. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. so racing, we had uh, we had a really good, actually had a really good weekend. I was I was a little worried, and then um, stopped being worried. You know. Mm -hmm. So family Friday off road, we had 43 entries. And it looks like we had uh, two heats of Plexbeck, which is a win for me. That's what I always, my goal is to always have at least two heats. As long as we have that, it doesn't really matter to me after that. And uh, Plexbeck, you had Steve Wall taking the win. Um, You had uh, uh, McMullen, uh, Josh McMullen taking second. Cody Kupke finishing third. Isabella did really good up there. Uh, Then we had uh, Michael uh, Prendergast. Brad Perkins, Tristan Perkins, and Alexander Eichler all in the A-Main of FlexSpec. And then it looked like they had a pretty good four-wheel drive class. So you had Aiden Olson probably running mod, um, taking the win. Um, and then you had Jackson Anderson, Logan Prismanis doing really good. Uh, TJ Williams, Ronnie Went, and Jason Prismanis. And I think that this shows maybe Logan with a, was running technically modified because oh. the, the numbers are kind of messed up. So usually that happens when you put uh, two people of different classes into the same, uh, same heat. Mm-hmm. Then there was a two-wheel drive class. And again, you had Aiden Olson uh, up front, but obviously running mod. Um, TJ Williams looks like he had a good Friday. Uh, Ronnie went was right there behind him Josh McMullen Jackson Anderson Steve Wall and Dan Johnson and then it looks like they had a mini Truggy Ronnie TJ and Steve Wall I bet you TJ was running his uh, stadium truck and then an e-buggy class with Caleb Singh Logan Prismanis and Caden Hutchins and I think Caleb and Logan both have e-truggies not eight scale buggies that's like, uh, that's like Friday night repellent for you. Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just if you want, don't let me to come to Friday night. It's just race mini erase, uh, eight scale electric truggy. Uh,
0: Saturday was good. Um, looks like there was, uh, there was 42 entries, which, uh, is fine. Nothing wrong with that. That makes for a nice, easy day. Seven heats again. Um, there was a heat of plex pack and, uh, Dylan Haas taking the win. Nice job, Dylan. This is the first time I've seen yeah. the results. That's John Haas's kid. Uh, Michael Prendergast got the, uh, the double day. So he was there Friday and now Saturday um, getting second. Brian Hart was third. Alexander Eichler was fourth. And Kobe McCormick was fifth. So good job, Dylan. Stock buggy looked like we had a couple guys coming down from up north to kind of fill in that, uh, those heats. Easton McCormick's a bit on a roll um, with that new Loci car, so uh, taking the win here. Uh, John Kinzer was second. TJ Williams finishing third in front of David Peavler. What happened? You, did you watch this one? What happened to Dave? Because he was David was your TQ, and he finished fourth. Really? No, I did. I didn't watch that one. Mm. I'll have to go back and watch uh Rod Case's videos. I've s i have I watched a little bit of the 135 race and I watched a little bit of the mod two wheel race. I'll have to go back and watch this one. Um Caden Barretting was fifth, Rob Connor was sixth, John Barrine was seventh, and Sarah Carney was eighth. Looks like David led the first four laps, and then after that.
2: The track was kind of difficult on Saturday. There'd just be like so like for whatever reason, your car just like flip over in some areas. Yeah. I don't it, know if there it, like, it's getting pretty track monster-y.
0: It It is. And, um, that'll get cleaned up next week. So, uh, yeah, this week I'm not doing anything. We're just going to drive on it. If, if something needs, uh, an outright repair, obviously that's what Tuesdays are for for me. But, uh, my summer series prep will be next week and the track, you know, any, any, anything that needs to be smoothed out, will definitely get back into place. The track takes a beating during the week. A big one. Yeah. And it's funny because um, Chance and um, um, Dallaire, Ethan, they came down on a weekend uh, on last, I think it was last Sunday. It was last Sunday. Maybe it was during the week. Anyways, and as they were leaving, he's like, dude, he's like, now I get what you're saying. He's like, there's like six Craytons out here today. Yeah And that's that's kind of what happens. You get you know you get those guys with those big big monster trucks and stuff, and you know they try to stay in the lanes and all that, but you know, they just start doinking into the track every which way, and yeah, it can definitely get a little track monstery. Yeah.: And the track was actually pretty fun. I was breaking in Emerson's uh, breaking in Emerson's Eight scale on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and I stayed to like I stayed pretty late on Wednesday. Trying to, trying to make sure I got fuel through his car. And uh, even with an eight scale, the track wasn't that bad. It's kind of fun.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I believe it.
0: I definitely had to go wide to do the triple, just like mm-hmm. just like with my mod two-wheel. Uh, 4 drive mod, you had uh, John Kinzer, Mitchell Pavel, Brandon Carney, and Aiden Olsen doesn't show any laps, so he was either working or uh, had a problem with his car, but um, Kinzer and Mitchell had 17, and Brandon Carney, who I don't think runs on dirt very often, Uh, Got 16 laps, so about a lap back.
2: I think uh, that was his first time running on
0: dirt. Yeah, I think that's right. 13.5 four-wheel drive. I kind of watched this one a little bit uh, behind third place. It looked kind of messy. But Caden Bairding, qualifying second, uh, taking the win. Uh, Ashley McCormick finishing second. Ronnie Wint getting a third. Then it was Jana, Jana Peavler, John Haas, TJ Williams, Rob Connor, and Josh Ryan. Uh, Caden Berding doesn't run on dirt very often anymore either, but looks like uh kind of picking up where he left off the lat. He was a, he's a Plex spec champ. I think. Yeah. From like I 17 so. or something. Mm-hmm. Trying to memorize. I try to keep in my mind all the different Plex spec winners of the summer series. And I know Caden's one of them. So here we go. Mod two wheel drive. Riley Filbert with another TQ club race, TQ. And this time he hung on to it. Uh, you finished second. Aiden finished about six seconds off of you in third. Brandon Carney, Rod Case, and it looks like Mitchell Pavel didn't start or did, at least didn't make the first lap.
2: I just kept having like weird crashes. Like on the first lap, I crashed and went back to like fourth or something. Yeah. And like I caught, uh, I caught all the way back up to um, Riley. And I, like, his car just, like, kind of stopped at that 180 before the tabletop, and I ran into him, and my car flipped over. I was like, huh, that was weird. <laughs> and then I reeled him in again, and I was jumping on, I was going to try to jump over him on the straightaway,
3: mm-hmm. and my
2: car just, like, jumped onto the, like, the infield area. Oh. Like, it did that thing where it lands on the wrong side of the straightaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that was kind
0: of it. Mm-hmm. So,
2: my car was awesome.
0: What are you doing for tires? You, were you conserving tires or are you, are you breaking them in for this series or?
2: I was running like old slicked out stuff.
0: Because mm. I probably have a, just tires. I have a set of mounted tires that I, I broke in last week and never even ran them like or I didn't even break them in. I just I heated them up, sauced them, heated them up again. And that was that I didn't even put them on my car and I probably should have. So.
3: Yeah. No, I, I,
2: have, I was running old tires just to, so I have tires for the summer series. But Yeah.
0: I, this, this, this week, it's kind of liberating that Emerson doesn't want to race two-wheel right now. Yeah. Because then I don't have to worry about his car at all. Mm-hmm. He's just, he wants to run mini-truggy. He's, he, he's really digging the four-wheel drive stuff.
3: So, yeah.
0: Uh, so I got to mount up his, I do have a set of golds. The store actually got in a set of golds. John Hossbottom Oh really? Yeah, I was shocked. They came I, I saw two pairs of golds come in in one of the orders, like, what? Where did these come from? So, hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm gonna make sure they don't um, that they don't uh, um what am I trying to say? They don't get messed up for his for his truck because we're probably going to have to stretch those out the way Emerson drives. We'll see yeah. if that happens or not. But uh, uh, Riley Filbert's been bouncing around. He's uh, he ran two club races here and then he went up to uh, up north and, and won that race. And I think he's going back down to his dad's place next week for that, for one of their races. And then he'll be uh, hopefully back for the summer series. Yeah. Um, I talked to Rennerneck and he said that uh, he's going to try to make all of them this year. Oh, uh, be good. And that he's, he said he's got people coming. He didn't tell me who. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Aiden back. Oh, yeah. You know? Probably. And I, I thought that Butters was going to try to make all of them, but I, I haven't gotten, I haven't heard anything from him. Yeah. Jason. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But, you know, the summer series is just uh, kind of a big deal now, it seems
3: like. Yeah, man.
0: Looking forward to it. Independent stock. Yeah, TJ and Ronnie, they've been doing this now a couple weeks in a row, first and second. Um, Dylan Haas finishing third. Josh Ryan, Cole Webb, and Eli Webb, both in the independent main. Looks like they finished. Oh, Eli didn't, but it uh, looks like Cole did. TJ had two laps on these guys. Wow. That's crazy. Good job. And then, finally, a little mini-truggy class, it looks like. Uh, TJ and Ronnie, once again. Uh, John and John Haas, and Ryan. I think I think that TJ was running his two-wheel drive truck. And I th- same thing for John Bairdine. Yeah. And probably that Ryan Hod- Hodgson. I always screw up his last name. But uh, I bet you those guys were running stadium truck. But that's it. And that's a pretty easy race day, it looked like. What time did you guys get out of there? Uh quarter till six. Nice. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the nice things about. So at Thunder Road, they skipped a qualifier. They didn't do the third qualifier. Mm-hmm. So we got out of there pretty darn early. I was really happy. I was actually pretty happy with that because by the second qualifier, you kind of already know who's going to be. In the end. Yeah. And I got to say, Jared Wiggins is on next level right now. Yeah. I mean, he's been working hard coming up. I mean, we, we've known Jared a long time. And I mean, in 2015 at that RC, that um, at, uh, at Rockford, Race Him RC, yeah. when I ran E Buggy mm-hmm. as just a third class to run, I mean, I beat him then. That might have been the last time.
2: Yeah. I know I got him a few times at the Plex, uh, yeah. uh, an eight scale, but, but I, I'm it, pretty sure probably. that was it
0: for me. Because watching him race now on that out, on that outdoor track, and it, trust me, the Thunder Road track wasn't like beat up, like they didn't take care of it or anything like that. It was just a regular nitro track, so it had holes here and there and ruts and 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 all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, he was just on another level on that on that surface. So, um. I wouldn't be surprised as long as nothing mechanical gets him. I wouldn't be surprised to see him do really well this weekend at Silver State.
2: I hope he does. That'd be cool.
0: And he's one of the nice ones. Like you can go up and ask him anything you want he'll he'll help you. He's not arrogant or a jerk face. Yeah, man.
2: You know? Definitely. So that's why I like to see him do well. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Do you have one?
0: Uh all right, we're gonna take some questions. I'm gonna open this up real fast. Hang on.
3: Yeah, why don't you open that up real quick? I've got on
0: my mind. That was really good. I've been saving that. I actually left those here on accident last week. I was going to take them home and work on my stuff all night, and then I, I realized I left them here, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Going back up to the top, let's see. Uh, Michael Root was coming in on our video game talk. He's like Mortal Kombat and Tekken. I wasn't allowed to have Mortal Kombat at first, but I ended up up getting it anyways. And then Tekken. Tekken 3 is I'm really good at still to this day. Hmm. On regular PlayStation, PlayStation 1. What's your favorite fighting game? Did you have one? I never
2: really played a lot of fighting games. Probably, probably it probably used to be mortal Kombat.
0: That'd be it. I had a Friday night routine when, uh, when I got off of work, there was a place in here in Omaha called family fun center. And uh, mm-hmm. when I moved out, uh, you actually, even before I moved out, but usually when I moved out, I'd go home from work, get cleaned up really fast, get in my car and I'd go to family fun center. And I'd, I just, I'd pay five bucks to get all the tokens. And I'd usually hang around the uh, Street, Fighter, um, Street Fighter games and get my butt yeah. handed to me by all the dudes that sat there longer than I would have playing. But uh, mm-hmm. wasn't uh, Street Fighter versus Capcom? That's one of them? Yeah.
2: Gosh, I love that game. That was one of them. That was a good one. The games that I always played like growing up was uh, well, I played the, the first Zelda game I played was A Link to the Past. And I I've logged I don't know how many hours on that when I was a kid, and then uh, Resident Evil that was the other one. Uh, Dino Crisis.
0: Oh yeah, Dino Crisis. Basically, Resident Evil with dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. like Jurassic Park, Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, huh? Uh, they need to remake that game. that
2: game. That's a game that needs to be remade. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, because Dino Crisis is—I mean, it's—it's a—that it's was pretty a cool good. Game. Right? That was. I would say, I would say, like, they could have gone either way with Resident Evil or that. Pick one. Yeah. Like they would have been either one of them would have been really cool, because like the the Raptors in that game, are just like everywhere,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that big T Rex that comes blasting through that window when you go to get like the watch or something. It's pretty neat. But, um, you know, I'm kind of all over the place, but the Resident Evil series is probably one of my favorite series that, and, uh, the Zelda series, either
0: one. I replayed Resident Evil four, uh, last summer, I think is when I did that. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Quick story about family fun center. So, uh, I, one time they were having the San Francisco rush tournament and I was, I was really good at San Francisco rush arcade game. And I wanted to go really, really bad. And uh, to win, you got a year's supply of Surge. Remember that? What?
2: Yeah. Surge
0: pop. Yeah, it was a year, 365 cans is what you would win. And Sweet 98 was doing it. Uh, they were there doing it. And uh, so I had to work that night. I tried to ask it off, didn't get it off. And I'm like, I'm calling in sick. And so I called in sick. But of course, they didn't believe me. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm actually, I don't feel good. So they gave me a bunch of crap and I'm like, nope, not coming in. Sorry. So I get all dressed and I think I even took my wait, sister. Wait,
2: wait, wait, where, where are you, Where were you working?
0: I at Baker's at, uh, oh, okay. yeah. Saddle Creek and Leavenworth. Yeah. This was, this was pre, I believe this was pre gamers. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, it doesn't yeah. matter. So I worked at a video game store for three years. I'm pretty sure this was before that. It might've been after, but I'm pretty sure it was before it. Cause I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So I go, and I do really, really well, and I'm in the finals. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Sweet Ninety Eight interviewed everybody in the finals. <laughs> and so then I'm like, oh, I don't really want to be on. I'm like, i I told him I'm like, I'm kind of called in sick from work. I'm not supposed to be here right now. And he's like, oh, we just won't use your name. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he goes on. This is Alex. Blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, no, you damn it. No, no, no. So anyways, so I'm winning the race and I'm super stoked. I used the shortcut that I'm really good at. I hit it perfectly. I landed. I was in front of this guy. There was one last corner and the guy hacked me in a video game in San Francisco rush. Hacked me for the win. He hacked me to to win it. And And I've treated it like a mod buggy race where I was just really pure about it. Just like, I'm going to win this outright. I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm going to win it. And like the mm-hmm. other guy that ended up winning the whole thing hacked me. Yeah. So as a consolation prize, I got uh, free tickets to the movie volcano with Tommy Lee Jones and, uh, that lesbian check. What's an, hash. Is that right? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So yay me. Man, That's a terrible prize.
2: <laughs> it's almost worse than a year time <laughs> supply of surge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I was so close to winning that, though. Would have been awesome.
2: Did you, like, hit the guy? Like, I could see you just, like, punching the guy. Because were you, like, sitting next okay. to each other, like, in the console? Like, ah! No, you know how I used to be, right?
0: You know how I used to be. Right?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, let's just say I didn't yell. I didn't scream. I didn't stomp or anything. But the guy knew I was pissed at him mm-hmm. for hitting me. Yeah. Put it that way. I just, I locked locked eyes on him. I was just like.
2: Is he like celebrating?
0: Yeah. He was being a douche about it too. I remember that. He was like rubbing it in. And I was like, dude, you took me out. That's not even worth celebrating. Anyways, it didn't matter. It was a video game and it was free. I didn't have to pay for it. It was nice. All the games were free. It was great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it was a fun night. I didn't get busted at work either because nobody listened to the station anyways, or at least not at that time. Oh, that's good. Glad I got that off my chest.
2: That would have been so funny if like the, the whole, like you do that and you get in the finals and you almost win and then you get back to work. Like so you went and played California rush. Huh? <laughs> you know, it's
0: good. <laughs> it's a good thing. There wasn't social media back then. Cause I would have been on Facebook on everything back then. Yeah. Telling everybody what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing? Uh, Charles Platt says, uh, just wanted to thank you for your awesome service. I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, wow. I think he was directing that towards, uh, David Olson and pivot lending. There's a lot of, there was a lot of pivot lending stuff on the chat. So nice. we must be, uh, we must be working out for them.
3: That's good.
0: Uh, Jackson says my graduation party Saturday, so he won't be racing. Um, what time
2: is it
3: Saturday, Jackson?
0: Yeah, you got to put something at the bottom here so I can see and see what it was. Do 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 uh, Mad Thunder, did you guys get an eight scale buggy truggy? I just got a car and surprised how much fun it is. Uh, so we were supposed to get a Nitro truggy, the new one from Techno. It's not out yet, so um, I got us a buggy a while back and uh, built that instead. So, we'll have all three. I've got an e-buggy, nitro buggy, and then eventually we'll get a truggy. Emerson really wants to race truggy. Not buggy, so probably the nitro buggy we're running now will be mine, eventually. Hmm. Um. How well did the Mini T and B sell? Is it enough to get more manufacturers to make their own cars? I think... I mean, they sell really well. I don't know about other yeah. manufacturers. It'd be cool if... It'd be really cool if if uh, Team Associated came out with like a replica RC ten original, yeah, in that little small form, like 116 scale.
3: Yeah, that'd be neat,
0: but I don't I don't see that happening.
2: Yeah, or even if they just made like a tiny B six,
0: that'd
3: be neat. People would buy those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Nee, 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 nee. John Haas says they won't be racing. It's been four weeks in a row. Wife's feeling neglected. I can, I can, uh, I can relate to that. We went and raced on Mother's Day weekend, so it's not like yeah. Gretchen was very happy. <laughs> actually, she didn't care. Actually, she didn't mind at all. Rod Case says, "Want to? Uh, think I want to talk to Aiden Olsen's dad about refinancing his house." Oh, cool. There you go. Tack. BF two just got the Trinity Motor back that was squealing in my mini truck, it's Protec Race, and it's still doing it on takeoff. I don't know, I'd have to listen to it then. I'm not really sure.
3: Motor squeal, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, if I remember correctly, this uh I think that's Joe Anderson.
3: And oh, he had okay. this he
0: had a problem in his trucking, I I was like, It's gotta be your motor. And he said he just bought it brand new and and uh I'm like, well, you better send it in, but it sounds like it's still doing it. So, I can't imagine what else it would be. Yeah, Steve RC says uh, that he uh, saw the video on replacing the motor in the Centon. Had to follow it to find the motor shaft was loose and toasted at the to spur gear. So well, that's good. The uh, the Arma stuff, dude. My Arma how to videos, man. Uh, the one to replace the. Shock is like 17,000 views now. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. John says uh, RC was, or Saturday was fun. It went by really fast, so that's good. I said Dylan was super happy, super stoked about it. Um, Mad Thunder wants to know, do we like motocross? Yes, yeah, all right. I do. I try to follow. I follow Supercross more than motocross. Um, just because of the, the tracks. There's something about Supercross that relates to RC a lot when it comes to the track, right. the, the track build itself. So I kind of tend to fall Supercross more. Did you see Tomac? Uh, Eli Tomac's not going to be with Kawasaki next year.
3: Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. Why is that?
0: Uh, I don't know. Probably just uh, the cycle of uh, kind of like RC, the cycle of sponsorship changes.
3: Does he, know where, do, is, does he know where
0: he's going yet? I haven't, I haven't seen or read anything yet. So I don't, know what color, I don't know what color he'll be next year. Interesting. Yeah, But they're saying Malcolm Stewart might, might be in line to be on a Kawasaki next year too. In his place or something like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Riley said he'll be back for the summer series. Um, Jackson wants to know whether gold's coming in anytime soon at the Plex. We have rear. No, sorry. We have gold. We have a buttload. That's the correct term of gold dirt webs in the front, front front, gold, front dirt webs. Nice. But uh, no rears yet. Uh, no rear ellipses back in stock yet. So hopefully I'm going to email J Concepts this week again and see if we can snag some if they have any. hmm So. Guilty Gear. I forgot about that game. That's another good one.
3: Never heard of that one.
0: I vaguely, I vaguely remember it. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was a fighting game. I used to have a Neo Geo Pocket. You did, yeah. That Metal Slug on Neo Geo Pocket was a really good game.
3: Oh, huh.
0: it was like one of the only two games that were out for that little thing. But, but I, 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 that's one of the ones that I feel stupid for, for for trading back in.
2: Yeah, I still have an original PlayStation Portable. <laughs>
0: Nicholas uh, Petrazak wants to know uh, what do you think of the new B six, Alex? I think it's great. Um, last club race, I actually got a chance to play with some stuff and ended up putting the like the rear pills and the and the all that kind of right back to where uh, to where it started. I seemed to go the fastest and didn't crash. When I started changing stuff, I started crashing a lot and didn't go very fast. So, I think the stock setup is pretty close. Yeah, no, it is. John Haas wants to know, I've been having Dylan run independent on slower club race days. In addition to Plexbeck, he really enjoys it. Great experience. Do you think he'd be okay running independent in the summer series or hold off? That's tough. Yeah. Because there's something special about being able to win Plexbeck at the summer series, in my opinion. So if, if he doesn't get the opportunity to to at least compete for that, then you end up, I don't know. It's almost like he's missing out on that. For yeah, a year. exactly. I think club racing, put him in independent, but for the summer series, that, that experience would be good towards Plex Plus Plex at the, uh, summer series is a little bit different than club racing too. It's not nearly as bash and crash. Yeah. Usually. Right. So I'd say put him in Plex for the, for the series. Yeah, I would. I, I think he'll, uh, cause, cause then, you know, if he's one of those kids that, that, that's able to come on and really actually win that, then you get a poster too. It's worth it.
3: hmm. You know,
0: which by the way, I gotta get, I gotta get ordered. I gotta get on that. Um, okay. We're almost done. Uh, Wade Aronson wants to know th- or he says uh, thanks for coming to Thunder Road Hobbies last Saturday. Hope you had a good time and enjoyed the track. I did and uh, we'll be back at some point when it works out schedule wise this summer. Yeah I'll, I'll obviously come up. Yeah dude you need to get your eight scale back together and come race with us. Yeah uh, Big Dude wants to know worth building a track without a shop for a monthly fee. Kind of I think that one depends on where it's at And how many other tracks are around you to compete with? Yeah. Because if it wasn't for the Plex store, the track wouldn't be there. I can tell you Mm -hmm. that right now. Yep. So.
3: It's almost like you have to get a, you have to have a group of guys
2: that are willing to split the rent of a building Mm -hmm. and work on it, you know, and take, you know, like have a group of guys going on a loan together or rent or however you rent a building. I've never done it before, but, um, one, find a building that you can bring dirt into if you're doing dirt. You know, or, if or, if you, or if
0: you're even doing indoor, I think an outdoor yeah, track would be, even, would be easier to find and pay for, but then you also run into the problems that, that we used to have where you get rained out and then you can't race for two or three weeks or whatever it is.
2: Yeah. Out, outdoor tracks like, you just have to make it easy or you don't have to do a lot of maintenance. The, um, if you had like an in, indoor track, I, I, hear monthly fee, I think indoor just cause the only way you're going to be able to use it. Cause like anybody could go over there when there's nobody there and just use the track mm-hmm. like if it was outdoor, but like, you know, when I, when I hear monthly fee, I think indoor mm-hmm. and, uh, um, you know, you almost have to have like a core group of guys that could, uh, carry the, the rent of the building. And then, um, you know, you each like pretty much split the, whatever you could bring in, you know, you'd have to do it because you'd, you just want somewhere to drive your car at essentially. Yeah. And, uh, the more people you can get to come in and race or practice or whatever, the better, um, the no hobby shop, like you're eventually going to have a hobby shop. Like you're going to sell tires or something. Some some something you're gonna have some way. There's some some things that you're gonna end up having to sell to make it work. Because you're gonna have new people that want to come race. I would think. You yeah. Know. I mean, it could it could work. Um, it just to take a lot of a lot of work, and you know, you pretty much if you break even, you're gonna, you know, be doing pretty good.
0: Yeah. It does stink to not have. The bare necessities as far as parts go. I remember back when uh, Rob Connor had the Winter circle, there was no shop mm-hmm. connected to that track period. And I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why it failed eventually because the rent, they kept jacking the rent up on him and the race entries would fluctuate so much and obviously drop off in the summertime. They'd eventually just mm-hmm. poured his own money into it and was eventually losing money. So he tried to get some parts in. But by that time, you know, It's kind of too late. Plus nobody really knew that he had parts for sale. He didn't really do a good job of telling everybody that he's got this little room that if you need a motor or if you need brushes or something like that. So uh, yeah, you know, um, that's about it. I think that's all that's on there. So I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I probably wouldn't do it if, if, if it was me without a shop. Yeah. It's, it's hard with a shop. Put it that way. Okay, I think that's it. Hey, this is, uh, this is always brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find pivotlending.com. We had David Olson here earlier. Uh, you can get a hold of uh, him. That's Aiden Olson's dad or Don Zoller and uh, mention our show. Get $500 lender credit or .125 off your interest rate. We, uh, we both have to, well, I don't know what Will's doing, but I'm going to go back home and I'm going to start uh, getting my 10 scale stuff ready to go and get ready for racing this week and, and get ready to gear up for that. Epic important summer series that we all love every single year. So yeah. Next week I'll probably probably work on the track Monday night and then all day Tuesday. So that'll be fun. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) We,
0: it's been a nice three (laughs) weeks. Nice three weeks. It's supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to be nice out, isn't it? It is supposed to be nice out. So that's good. I just, uh, it was nice having this three weeks of nothing. Mm-hmm. Right on Mondays, I actually have a Monday off, and then on Tuesdays, I have like a half day off because I got to go into work at some point on Tuesday. To it's technically the uh, maintenance day, and then we got crawling. So okay. So, but next week it'll be full on uh, track repair mode and getting that baby all nice and shiny for the for the first summer series. Definitely. So there you go thanks man
2: oh yeah no problem you look tired i am <laughs> I sorry it wasn't my usual self
0: this evening that's okay i was that way last week yeah you were yeah. <laughs> i'm uh i'm actually pretty perky today i got my uh second shot on wednesday and got knocked the f over on on thursday from that thing and then by friday i was starting to feel better and Today, I got to sleep in a little bit, so I'm all refreshed. I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. Screw you, COVID. All right, we got to go. See you guys. Bye.